welcome to the first Cycle New Forest podcast. I hope you uh, enjoy this. If you have any comments or feedback, do leave them in the comments section. I just want to talk a little bit about the recent news in the forest this week uh, regarding the funding for Plan B from the Department for Transport. There's been a big issue over the last few months, ever since the New Forest National Park Authority decided to go back on their original plan and to come up with an alternative. And the alternative plan, everybody called Plan B, wasn't uh, such a, a great proposal because it didn't do anything to really promote cycling in the forest so it received a lot of criticism and it came under close scrutiny especially two parts of the revised proposal one of which was the 1.25 million to be spent on resurfacing Ridefield Drive and the other part was 300,000 pounds to be spent on Moores Valley Country Park. Now for those of you who are familiar with the New Forest National Park will know that Moores Valley Country Park is not even inside the New Forest National Park boundary. And yet the New Forest National Park Authority wanted to spend £300,000 on cycling in an area outside of the New Forest, which didn't even have any cycle links to the New Forest National Park. As for Ridefield Drive resurfacing, um, that was the biggest chunk of the proposal at £1.25 and it's not really something that would have benefited cyclists at all because Rhinefield Drive is a beautiful part of the forest and one of the great things about it is that the road surfaces blend into the forest itself because they are uh, broken and it also means as a cyclist when you're going down there you move into the more into the middle of the road when you're cycling down there. So it means that cars and other vehicles, it's harder for them to overtake you. That's not the reason why you cycle in the middle, obviously, but it's, it's it means that it's actually safer for you as a cyclist. So by the New Forest National Park Authority suggesting that they should widen it to make it safe for cyclists, what they're actually gonna the actual result of that would have been to make it uh, more dangerous. So anyway. That, so that those two, those two bits of Plan B came under for came under uh, the most criticism. So last week, the Department for Transport gave their verdict, so to speak, on on the submitted Plan B, and they rejected both the Rhinefield uh, Drive proposal and also the Moores Valley proposal. But the, the, there were, however, four parts of Plan B that went through and will receive funding from the Department of Transport. Uh, two of these are cycle paths, which is good news. One is putting gravel on top of existing gravel. I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but that's essentially what it is. A, a different type of gravel on top of existing gravel in 25 kilometres of forest paths. And uh, the fourth one is work on a small section of uh, bridleways. Just to focus on the bridleways uh, a, a minute. For those who don't know, bridleway is a path that's used by horse riders predominantly, but it's also open up opened up to other other vehicle users and um, actually might be motorised vehicles in some cases, but certainly cyclists and uh, walkers. Now, this means that if you as a cyclist are going down a bridleway, you actually do need to give way to somebody on a horse or somebody walking. And whilst you might say, okay, that's that's fair enough, that's that, that, make, that makes sense. The, the question 
perhaps we could ask is, well, if this funding that's been given to the NFMPA to promote cycling specifically is being spent on something that isn't actually specifically promoting cycling, then is that is that a good thing or not? And it's something to worth thinking about. And it's it's also just again highlights the struggle that cycling has in the new forest in in just being promoted properly. Um, again, looking back at the twenty five kilometres of uh, gravel paths of that are going to receive a different type of gravel, a more compacted gravel, to supposedly make it easier for cyclists to ride on it. These paths are not just open to cyclists, of course, they're open to walkers and they're open to horse riders. And this is right and this is, this is, this is good. But again, the question should be asked is why should money specifically um, earmarked for cycling be spent on projects that don't specifically benefit cycling? And the reason it might, you might say, well, that's, that's a bit selfish. But the reason is because these opportunities don't come along very often and money like this is not made available very often so when it does come along it's important to spend it wisely and to spend it specifically on projects that are specifically for cycling and again going back earlier to Rhinefield and Moores Valley the, that's why those two particular elements came under such intense criticism because they were so overtly not for cyclists that they just had to had to go, but even then, it's it's like there has been a couple of projects that have managed to sneak in under the radar, and and get the okay. But anyway, don't want to dwell on that too much. This is now history. We've got, we've got to move on. But one 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 good outcome from all this is that what it's done is brought cycling to the forefront of the new forest agenda. And this is this is a good thing because cycling in a new forest is not going to go away. Cycling is here to stay. Because cycling is here to stay, it means that we've got to make the most of this opportunity to bring to keep cycling at the forefront of the agenda. And that's what we're going to be doing. That's what that's what I'm going to be working on through the website and that's what other people are working on as well. And in particular a uh, person who's, who's been at the forefront of this right from the start is uh, someone by uh, someone on Twitter by the name of Forest Cyclist, at Forest Cyclist, and he has been doing great work in promoting cycling in the New Forest and the surrounding area and really bringing key issues to the front and holding, helping to hold the NFMPA to account a little bit because this is one of the, the big the big hurdles. One of the issues that you'll often see in the media is things like uh, sportives and cycle events being criticised because they're a danger to other road users and they cause lots of issues in the forest. Now the problem here is that when these uh, quotes come out into the media there is no supporting evidence to back them up. At Forest Cyclist has been working away on, on this issue and he's actually obtained from the National uh, New Forest National Park Authority written confirmation that they don't have any records of cycling uh, incidents caused by cyclists in the New Forest, uh, nor do they keep any such records. So when you hear um, either ministers or uh, people from the New Forest National Park Authority membership 
uh, citing cyclists and cycling events being a danger to other road users and causing a big issue, then you need to ask the question, where is the evidence for this? If they can come, a, come across, come, a, come over and say, look, we've got evidence of a situation here caused by a cyclist or caused by a cycling event, then fair enough. We can, you know, accept that and say, okay, well, this is in either isolated an event, you know, things do go wrong. Nobody's perfect. But to this point, to this, to this date, no one has provided any evidence whatsoever. So it's, it's unfortunate, but it's also, from a cycling point of view, it's a positive because so far the facts are on cycling side. All the evidence or the fact-based evidence support cycling is there and all, and there are no facts to go against cycling in the new forest. So change is going to happen and it might take a while, but it is going to happen. Anyway, enough of politics at the moment. This is a great time of the year to get out on the bike in the forest. One of the, it's one of my favourite times of the year. And the reason for that is because the, the colours on the trees are just so amazing. And it's also quite a quiet time as well to, to enjoy the forest. You know, it's a, the tourist season is, is over and uh, a lot of the smaller roads you can almost have to yourself when you're on a bike. So it's a really, really good time to get out, especially if the weather is, is okay. And it has been the last few days. It had, we've had patches of, of uh, great weather. One of my favourite routes is uh, one called Rhinefield Loop, which is on the, on the website in the route section. And it's just under 25 miles. And it takes, you know, it takes around two hours. You probably do it less if you, if you go particularly fast. Um, but it includes one of my favourite roads, often referred to as Homesley Passage, which... It's just what is it's great because he, 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 he takes you into the what feels like the middle of nowhere uh, very quickly and and it's just it's just absolutely stunning and I went on it the other day and it really is um, a great little route so now more than ever is is a good time there's no bad time to be on your bike in the forest I don't think so yeah it's a really good route if you don't know that one and want to try and want to have a look at it do check it out. But the only thing we would say is in forests, uh, in this time of year, in this type of weather, which is a bit damp and you've got leaves on the ground, cattle grids can be lethal. So watch those. The best way to take a cattle grid is to just go head to, head to it straight over. Don't go over, don't go over it at an angle and uh, keep go over it carefully as well. Don't break. Um, when you go over it, that's a really bad idea because they really are. It's like it's like they're like ice in weather like this. And also, fords can be a bit deeper than normal, and streams can burst their banks. In fact, I, on, on the Rhinefield loop I did the other day, there was a stream that had burst its bank. And whilst cars couldn't go through it, I was still able to get through it as a cyclist. So it just goes to show a bike is pretty much uh, the ideal way to get round the New Forest. So if you have any comments or thoughts or feedback that you, you, what you'd like to uh, give, give on this, then please do put it in, in the comment section on the page where this podcast uh, lives. And if you have any uh, suggestions for topics or anything you'd like me to cover in future episodes, then just let me know. Uh, this is the first, obviously the first podcast I've done, so it's a bit of a, bit of a learning curve and there's obviously going to be things, a lot of things I can improve as I go along, but I have got 
a number of plans in the pipeline for future episodes, want to get other people involved and want to use it as best as possible to really just promote cycling in a new forest. So in the meantime, get out on the bike, enjoy some uh, sun for what's left of it. And uh, yeah, take care.